Hey, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast with me, Rob Kosberg. Every week, I interview thought leaders and experts who have used the book to grow their income and their impact. So tune in weekly for these interviews so you can learn how to use your own best-selling book and go from hunting for clients and opportunities to instead being the hunted. Today, what we're going to be talking about is how to use your book to get PR and media. Uh, I'm going to give you three steps to use your book to get PR and media, which might be an oversimplified discussion, but believe me, it's not that difficult. Uh, it's easy, but because it's easy, it doesn't mean it's simple. No, excuse me. It's simple, <laughs> but because it's simple, it doesn't mean it's easy, meaning that there is action that you have to take and there's steps that you have to take. The first thing I always like to do is I like to lay a little bit of the foundation as to why you should want media and PR in conjunction with your book. And there is a big why to it. I still do media and PR for my book, for Publish, Promote, Profit, for the new books that I have coming out. I do that regularly, primarily on podcasts, because my audience is on podcasts, and I generally do three or four podcasts every single month. The cool thing is once you've built a bit of an authority and a presence in your space, you will have good-sized podcasts reaching out to you on a regular basis. And so it creates this momentum and inertia all on its own, and it grows. And so I don't do much outreach at this point for media except really big media that I'm interested in. It just has continued to snowball, and that's exactly what we want for you. However, in the beginning stages, you got to get the snowball going downhill. So let's talk first and foremost about why. And for the why, I got to go all the way back to my very first book, Life After Debt. I wrote this book about 12 years ago. I wrote that book for my financial services company uh, on the heels and really in the midst of the financial crisis, which of course may be rather timely right now, seeing as the stock market has dropped close to 20% in the last couple of weeks due to the coronavirus and, and, uh, and oil prices dropping 30% and all of that. However, in the midst of all of that, I wrote this book to grow my financial services company. And the big opportunity for me at that time was getting on media because even today for a financial services company, for any type of finance offer, it is a mass market offer, meaning that TV and radio would still work for it. In fact, I love the golf channel. I love golf, as many of you know. I watch the Golf Channel every single week, a lot of golf, and what I find on the Golf Channel are ads continuously for finance, right, for everything from, from gold to, uh, what is it, um, not Motley Fool sometimes, Fisher Investments big time. Why is that? Because finance is a mass market offer. So let me get back on track. What I did is I used my book to get on local radio to talk about uh, the financial crisis that was ongoing to talk about at that time, it was the foreclosure crisis. It was the loan modification, short sales that were going on. Real estate had dropped suddenly and very dramatically. And so I used my book to pitch myself as an expert and started get on, getting on local media. If you don't remember the story, I'll give you the very, very briefest part of it. And that is the very first radio interview that I did talking about my book. I offered my book for free for anybody that wanted a copy. All they had to do was call into the radio station or call my office directly. And I gave the telephone number and I would send them a book. 
This was before I knew anything about free plus shipping funnels. And that's because they didn't exist at the time. And so I said, I would send you a copy of my book. If you just called in, you wouldn't have to pay for the book. I would send it to you. You wouldn't have to pay for shipping or anything. I wanted to get it into your hands. I didn't know what that would mean. I didn't know if that would mean hundreds of people from that one radio spot would call. I, I was hoping, but I didn't know. Uh, I didn't get that, but I got, you know, 10, 12 people that, that called the uh, radio station and then that called the office over the next uh, several days. However, the very first day, literally the day that I was on that radio show, they recorded it. They played it twice during the day. During the evening session that they played, it was about six o'clock in the evening. I got a telephone call. I was still in the office. I answered the call myself because it was just me and, and basically one assistant that I had at that time. And, uh, and I said, hey, you know, financial services, this is Rob, can I help you? And the person on the other line said, is this Rob Kosberg, the author that I heard on the radio today? And I was like, OMG, this may actually work. I talked to that lady for about 20, 30 minutes. She became a client. Subsequently, that client was worth about $6,000 to me. And the rest was history, as they say. I started using my book to get on more media. Then I started buying radio spots. Then I had my own radio show, et cetera, et cetera. And my book then generated millions of dollars in income in a very, very terrible down economy. So for me, PR and media whether it's mass media like radio and TV or whether it's direct and specific media like blogs, podcasts, et cetera, have always been and will always be an important strategy to grow my business. And it should be an important strategy for you as well. So let me give you the three steps, the three things that you need to do to use your book and get you on media, whether it's a very narrow audience like those that want to write books or it's a very broad audience like those that are interested in making more money from their investments, et cetera. Step number one, you have to first and foremost hook the producer by hooking his or her audience. Step one, hook the producer by hooking his or her audience. Here's the thing you have to understand about mass media. When it comes to mass media like radio or television, the producer is interested in what his or her audience is interested in. Because you wrote a book called Publish, Promote, Profit, doesn't mean that that producer is going to be interested in you at all. You have to show that producer and hook that producer by showing him or her, this is how the audience is going to love and eat up my particular topic. Now with mass media, what you often have to do is you have to broaden your message, okay? Broaden it. So I was on uh, television last year, uh, January 2nd or January 3rd for Publish, Promote, Profit. I was on KTLA, which is one of the top stations in Los Angeles, which is the number two market in the nation. And I was on for this book because it was a relatively new book at the time, six months or so uh, since I had published it. And my whole pitch to the producer was, that writing a book is like the hidden but really big New Year's resolution that people believe in their hearts, but they fail at. And so here is the step-by-step -step process that somebody can no longer fail at their New Year's resolution. So I had to take my topic and contort it and twist it in a way so that the producer said, you know what, that's pretty cool. 
that's a neat idea. We're always talking about New Year's resolutions for weight loss or for fitness or for health goals. And that's certainly a big one. But here is a unique twist on it. Let's talk about how the, you know, the big hidden New Year's resolution that people have is they want to write a book. And here's a way to actually finally get it done. So they had me on and it was a great uh, you know, great segment. I still use it in my social media to show authority and credibility, right? Look at these, you know, eight, 10 different times I've been on television. And I had 50 copies of this purchased during my segment on KTLA. Now, 50 isn't like a huge number. That wasn't the primary purpose for me being on. The primary purpose was for credibility and authority, but I couldn't get on until I found a way to show the producer that this will hook your audience. You have to do the exact same thing. So we always suggest our clients narrow your topic when you write your book, like write to a really specific audience. However, when it comes to mass media, radio and TV in particular, you have to broaden that. You have to take the real specific audience and you have to contort it in a way to show your producer, the producer of the show you want to be on, look, this particular subtopic within here is going to hook your people. They're interested in it. And here's my proof that they're interested in it. So step one is hook the producer because he or she makes the decision and you hook them by showing them that this topic will hook their audience. Okay, that's step one. Step number two is you need to get the book into your producer's hands. Get the book into your producer's hands. Now, there's two ways to do it, right? One is to send a digital version of the book, a PDF. Step number two, or another way to do it, would be to send the actual physical version of the book. Now, by the way, I'm talking about media and PR, but this absolutely relates to just about everything else. You want speaking engagements and you want to speak on a big stage, then guess what? You need to find a way to get the book into the hands of the person that makes that decision, right? So clearly, 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 Ideally, it's best to get the physical version in people's hands. However, you can't always do that. And you might consider that cost prohibitive. I don't know. But this much I do know. The bigger the media, right, the bigger the opportunity for you, the more you want to get this physical thing in someone's hands. You want to ship it to them. You want to send it to their, their office. You want to get it on their desk in some way. They're not going to throw this in the garbage, right? Most people, if they're sent a book, and I'm sent books all the time, man, I load up my bookshelf with them because I'm like, oh, I can't throw away a book, even though I don't have interest in this particular topic. And this person isn't even my client. They just sent me a book because they thought maybe I would promote it without them being a client. It's hard to do. It's hard to throw away a book. So you want to get that ideally on your uh, uh, potential producer, speaking engagement, client's desk in some way. So Step number two is you want to get the book into their hands. You want to send the book. Yes, if it's for a podcast or if it's something where you can't find their, their direct address, you don't know, fine. Email them a PDF. Uh, maybe point out on that PDF uh, that you've sent uh, a couple of different places that you think would be relatable to them, right? You might send in the email, hey, I've attached a PDF of my book, you know, completely free. I want you to have it. And, and oh, by the way, I'd love to send you a physical version if you give me your mailing address. By the way, that's a great way to get them to respond to you, right? Uh, if they haven't responded yet, you could, send, you could send them an email that simply says, hey, I want to physically send my book to you 
uh, just give me your mailing address and I'll send it. You know, people do that with me on a regular basis that I don't even know who they are. They will message me on Facebook and say, hey, what's your mailing address? I want to send you a copy of my book. And you know what? I don't ignore them. I feel like, okay, you know, they want to send me a copy of the book. This might lead to something. There might be opportunities. So I give them the mailing address. I respond to them. If they were just asking me for something, I would not respond to them. But the fact that they're leading with the giving hand, I do want to respond to that. So in the same way, find a way to get it into their hands. Send the PDF version, uh, email them, ask them for their mailing address to send the, the physical version. And certainly, the higher profile the opportunity is, the more you want to actually get them the physical copy of the book. That's step number two. Step number three is you want to follow up to schedule a phone call. It's that simple. All you really want to do is you want to use the credibility and authority from your book. You want to use the hook that you created that shows them this is for their audience, right? Your audience is going to love this, right? You've been creative. You found a way to take the content of your book and make it really apply to their audience. Your audience is going to love it. Here's a copy of it. It shows your authority and credibility. Hey, let's get on a call and let's see if there's a fit for us to do something together. That's it. You get on the telephone with them and, and close for that phone call. That's all you're trying to do. And that will lead to you closing the opportunity. If they're willing to get on a phone call with you, then you're going to get that speaking engagement. You're going to get that podcast. You're going to get that TV appearance. I guarantee you. So all you want to do is, hey, let's have a five-minute chat. Let's have a 10-minute chat and see if there's an opportunity for us going forward. Three simple steps. And I'm going to give you kind of a fourth step that may be helpful. But three simple steps. Hook the producer by hooking his or her audience. Send the book, right? Whether that's the e-version of the book and or a physical version of the book. That's your credibility play. And then follow up with a telephone call. Get the call scheduled. Now, if for some reason they've not replied to your email, let's say you cold emailed them and you've, you've uh, sent them a copy of the book, you've sent them a great hook, right, for their audience, but they have 100 emails a day for fill in the blank. Joe Rogan podcast, right? Everybody wants to be on it. They got a hundred of these a day. They're, they're ignoring it. Okay, great. So you're not able to follow up with a telephone call. So first step is lead with the giving hand. Say, hey, I want to ship you a physical version of the book. Give me your mailing address and I'll send that. If they still haven't gotten back to you, then what you want to do via email is you want to send other authority pieces to them. Other authority pieces. Now, what are other authority pieces? Anything that you're in, if you've appeared on TV somewhere, send them a link, right, a, a, an image, the actual video of you on that three to five TV segment. If you appeared in a, in a magazine, you know, industry magazine or industry newspaper or you were in the Wall Street Journal for something, send them a copy of that. Uh, any other podcast you've been on that are authoritative podcast, right? Comparatively speaking, send that to them. So you want to not just send your book, not just, you know, look for leading with the giving hand, getting a mailing address and shipping it. You might need to send other authority pieces. At some point, look, not everybody is going to respond to you. And that's totally fine. You don't need everyone to respond to you. All you need is a percentage of these people to respond to you, and it's going to work well for you. In fact, it will create this 
this snowball effect, this inertia, this momentum where people start coming to you for media and TV or media podcast blogs, et cetera. You may get some type of recurring opportunity as uh, you know, an article writer for a certain blog or you know, recurring podcast episodes, et cetera. But it all starts with you working to build your credibility, to hook the audience, and then to start building that relationship. So these are the three, let's call it three and a half steps, right? That's the authoritative pieces at the end. These are the three, three and a half steps to book yourself on PR, on media, on television, and even speaking engagements, et cetera. And I gave you the why, okay? It was the start of everything. It was the start of a multi-million dollar business for me. It was the start of owning the airwaves, and I never would have gotten the opportunity had it not been for my first best-selling book, Life After Debt. So there you go. I'm Rob Cosberg with Best Seller Publishing. Thanks for being here. I hope this is really helpful. Leave a comment below. Let me know what your thoughts are, and we'll see you again next week.